The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Apparently, the team that's at the top of the list for Deshaun Watson's preferred destinations? The Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. Thoughts? Ooh. I, is that a fit? Uh, is it a fit? Yeah. Uh, he's a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Sure. But if he goes up there and has a bad game with that fan base, <laughs> yeah, you, you think he's going to be hearing about stuff? Do the Eagles have any players that they could give the Texans that would be useful? Mm, not really. Stroh's beat the ball all around the park last yeah, night. Yeah, suck on that, other teams. Listen, when they're on, they're on. It's just, It feels like their bats haven't been on as much this year as we expected. Yeah, it, it feels to me like they almost group hit, right? Like when a few of them get going, they just all pound the ball. Yeah. And I, I guess that's more common. And that happened in 2017, too. That's yeah. When, you know, it just happened that they were group hitting more often. Are you still worried about them? No. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780. ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter's at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You missed the first two hours. Some of what you missed. Not all of it, though. Uh, you missed that uh, Dana White will be on the show at 6.30 tomorrow. Yes. You missed that uh, there will be a very major announcement. A huge announcement. I would classify it as huge. Huge. Huger than uh, Frankie Some people think it will be a disappointing announcement. Like, they're going to, like, we're hyping it up, and it's not going to be that big of a deal. Uh, I think it's that big of a deal. So, to, to me, it, it's a big freaking deal. I think it's, I mean, listen, we've been together for 11 years, and this is the kind of announcement that it comes along like once every 11 years, I would say. Mm, probably so. <laughs> probably so. So tune in tomorrow, 530. Uh, if you care about the mega huge super secret announcement, tune in at 630 if you care about UFC President Dana White. He will be on the program with us for Probably from six thirty until the end of the show, I think we're going to have him. So yeah, we'll have we'll have a good little amount of time with we'll him. Probably do stupid stuff at six fifteen, just so we don't have to interrupt. Okay, yeah, uh, it, yeah. and then uh, uh, Patrick Creighton will probably replay it on late hits if it's good, which it will. Dana White. <laughs> um, hey, can I give the people a hockey play real quick? Yes, please do. Vancouver, Calgary tonight over five and a half. Uh, both these teams suck, but you know. There's there's nothing to play for, so they're going to Putin it. Well, aren't they? Uh, so what I've seen is a lot of teams are just sitting players out. Yeah. Which, does that scare you for overs? No, it actually helps because they're sitting out their good defensemen. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so it's it, it's been pretty. Like the dro- is the drop-off to B-level defensemen bigger than oh, the drop-off to yeah. B-level yeah. offensive players? Yeah, because a lot of these guys that they're throwing out there are young kids who can score on their lines, but the defense guys... Most teams only have like one and a half good defense pairings. Yeah. 
and you have to use three, and those guys play the most minutes. So, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's worked really well the uh, last couple of uh, last couple nights for me. So, yeah, I'm sharing. Having said that, it probably won't. But hey, I I don't know if you saw this, but we talked about Kenny Maine. Mm-hmm. Uh, no longer being with ESPN. Me- yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Chris Berman gets extended. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. See now you got now you got that image in my head. <laughs> no, it's it. Oh, you're talking yeah. about Chris Berman getting extended. Yeah, he wants to extend it in her back. <laughs> his, well, maybe his back, back. Um. So he was forced out after they asked him to take a pay cut. Do you know? Did Did you see the percentage? No. They asked him to take. A sixty-one percent pay cut. Oh. Hey, man, fuck that. What? Okay, let's. I mean, I don't know what kind of money he was making, but what's your guess? Probably a couple million a year. If uh, you're so, let's say, uh, yeah, let's just yeah. say he's making three million a year. So now they're like, hey, will you will you take one million a year? If you're at that point in your career, don't you just kind of say, you know what? Yeah, yeah I'll do it. Uh, yeah, I probably would. But if it's three hundred thousand and you're going to cut him to a hundred now, yeah, especially not there living in in that place, that's expensive. Uh, I don't know if you saw the uh, the cover letter he sent when he applied for the job that got released this week. Um, and of course now it won't show up on my screen. It's supposed to be on a tweet. Uh, here we go. He sent it. Uh, it says, "Dear John, please mark the appropriate box and return, as I am in the process of planning my future." Uh, number one, it just hit us. We love your work. Contract is on the way. Stand by the mailbox. <laughs> number two, keep up, keep up the field producing. We'll call you when we need you. Uh, three, we'll consider, consider hiring you about the time ESPN five hits the air. Well, eh, sense of humor. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm for stuff like that. Well, I, I feel, uh, I don't know, I, I I don't want to say I feel bad for a guy who's been making multiple millions to... I mean, I'm guessing, I don't know. I mean, the the really big stars there, I think Michelle Beadle's getting like a million, so maybe he wasn't getting that much. Let's let's look up, uh, the let's Google Kenny Mayne net worth. What do we think? Uh, it says here his salary was $3 million, so Ooh, okay. I was actually right on the money. Wow. Boom! Nailed it. Nailed it. Says net worth ten million. He's doing all right. He's sixty one years old. I mean, honestly, I wonder if I were sixty one years old and I had ten million dollars banked, I might just say, "No, I'm good," and walk away from the game. Right? Yeah. I, it just depends. Everybody's different. You're, but when you're sixty one, I feel like if you've got that kind of dough, you could. But can't you just like? I know people who want to work until they die. Yeah. It's just, and some people. If they quit working, they do die. That's true. That's I and I've known a few people like that. As soon as they retired, they would they died within six months because they couldn't stand not working. Uh, let's see who else would be highly paid at ESPN. Scott Van Pelt net worth twenty million. His salary it says is four million. It's probably fair. What do you think Berman is? Oh God, I bet you he's six. I, I bet you he's making more than Van Pelt, and that's a crime. It says his estimated net worth is thirty million dollars. His salary, eight million dollars. Wow, boy, that 
It must be nice to have somebody pay you that kind of money to be that awful. I mean, good for him, I guess. I can't be haters, I guess, but my goodness. Yeah, I'm not here to be critical of the man. I'm just stunned. Well, Dick, Dick get- Vital makes $3 million a year. Uh, He's 81. They have their pets, man. They do. I'm, I'm pretty sure Lee Corso's in that group. Well, that was your hint to look up. I'm, I'm looking. It's, um, I would bet he's not. I would probably guess Herb Street would be in there before him. Uh, his net worth is twelve million. No, that's not very much. So I, I, it doesn't say his salary like it does some of the other ones, but I can't imagine that it could. I, I, I can't imagine that it would be that. At least um, those other guys did more than one thing. You know that that that's he he only really does the one. Thing. Oh, here's the thing that's okay. Salaries of your favorite sports analysts and announcers. Okay, yes, Linda Cohn, uh, three million dollars a year. Well, wow, she's getting paid less than half of what Berman is. That's not fair. She's Van Pelt four. Okay, Clay Travis, um, it just says multi million dollar a year range. Although he just sold that um blog that he's Outkick. got yeah 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 good for him uh chris fowler says his net worth is four million dollars i thought this was gonna be salaries what are we doing Stephen a i don't know when this article was written it says he's he's got he gets 3.1 million a year yeah, i'm imagining that's be, low it's gotta be years ago he um, signed for 10 million last year as i recall max kellerman it just it says net worth eight million dollars i would bet that's gone up uh Mike Greenberg, six point five million a year. Um, John Gruden. Yeah, this has got to be really what, old. When man. he was, yeah, because this is when he was on air. He says, "Yes, we know John Gruden's out of the booth and back on the sidelines. He was making at ESPN six point five million a year. What? Kirk Herbstreit. This is what I wanted. Uh, Two million dollars a year to talk about college football for four months." That's the kind of life I'm looking for. Oh, Dan Patrick. Five million a year. Wow. Good for him. Susie Colber, three million a year. Here's your boy Lee Corso. Uh no, yep, doesn't say his salary, just says twelve million net worth. Al Michaels, five million a year. Uh, Keith Olbermann during his last stint at ESPN was making two million a year. How about Jim Nance? Seven million a year. Well, didn't he just sign a new deal for more than that? Wow. Jamel Hill, two point five million per year. Joe Buck, six million per year. Oh God, Skip Bayless. Well, he just signed for what five mil? Yeah, well, he was it was twenty five million for four years. Mm. Oh my gosh, how do I get these jobs? Well, if you want Skip's job, you just have to be provocative. And Six million a year for up. Colin Cowherd. Damn it! Go around saying stuff like Troy Aikman is gay. That'll get you the job. I should have gotten. I should have been better at this job. Eh. If I were more talented, I could make that kind of money. Uh, I don't think you have to be more talented. You just have to be willing to 
well, all that too, but I mean, yeah, baby. willing to, you know, <laughs> you have to be a hot take artist, man. That's how Nick Wright has a job. That's true. And people have to write stories about you saying, AJ Hoffman Hot take, said hot this. take. Carol Baskin didn't kill her husband. He committed suicide. <sighs> and who, fed himself to the lions. And fed himself to Jeffrey Epstein, who, um, then, who then did commit suicide and comes back to haunt Carol Baskin, that bitch Carol Baskin, in the form of the Tiger King. Oh, boy. Hot. Eh, you you need to say something like hot the, take. The escape tiger is a liberal. He's a liberal. We cannot have a liberal tiger in the city of Houston. Hot take. Nickelback's underrated as musicians. Now you, you got to work on your hot takes, man. <laughs> come on, man, dude. If you want to, if, if you want to get paid five million a year, you, you got to come up with something better. That's all. Hot take. Usain Bolt's not really that fast when you think about it compared to, like, animals. Like, a cheetah's faster than him. Big deal. Gold medal. Oh, you also have to talk about the Lakers all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Yankees. Oh, hot take. LeBron James? Shit, what's the hot take? Is he the best player ever or not the best player ever? Uh, It just depends on the day. You can change your mind. Okay, I'm going to say today, LeBron James. Michael Jordan can't sniff LeBron's jock. Tomorrow, a new hot take will be LeBron James' most overrated player in the history of the NBA. Yeah. That's my move now. There you go. You might get somewhere that way. That's right. All Steph right. Curry? Not that great of a shooter. I've seen better. <laughs> James Harden, overrated. Oh, wait, you do that. I do do that <laughs> one. All right. Quick break. Some blitz at ESPN 97.5. James Harden beard doesn't look like it has food in it. Hot take. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Let's uh, see what Dan has to say. Better be a hot take, Dan. Let's hear the hot take. Here's what I got. 17 games. What is the impact? Who is better gaining an extra game? The owners. That's what I want to know. The owners, they, they've been a fit. Well, well, an ad revenue and all that, the whole nine yards, I got it. But, I mean, and, and also, how does that change? Like, for example, the end of a regular season, you already know who you're playing next year. You just don't know the schedule. They just came out with a schedule. Okay, guess what? Everybody has one more week, one more game. Ooh, you're you right. know, and I'm trying to figure out how – that benefits any one particular team versus another. I'll let y'all think about that. And uh, thanks for all the love y'all been giving us, man. Because when football season comes around, oh, we'll be calling back. All right. Uh, here's what I here's my hot take on this: the teams that will that will be the best with the 17th game added are the teams 
with the most depth and the best injury luck. How about that? Eh, you agree or disagree? Eh, I disagree Hot entirely. Take. Entirely, I disagree. <laughs> because I believe the teams that will benefit the most are the are, teams with the least amount of depth. No, teams with young quarterbacks. Ooh. Because that, by that extra game, they will have another opportunity to develop. That's why teams with better cardio. You don't want to play the Jaguars in Week 17. You want to play them in Week One? Oh, now that now that's that's some solid analysis. I'm just you know. So are you saying they're going to win Week Seventeen? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Gonna, it's a lock. It's a lock. Let's see. Who Go to they, the bank. Who do they play Week Seventeen? Same team they beat the crap out of last year. The, the Colts. Colts. Yeah. Oh, they, well, that's actually Week Eighteen. No. Well, yeah. Okay. Seventeenth game is what I meant. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure I understand what he was trying to ask. I mean, it, it, I, I, it it's there to benefit the owners. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that any one team has like a big edge. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, not to make fun. It's just I, I don't really know what, what it, does it give. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't understand. You want to know what I really think is going to happen? You know how. Uh, like week three is is the big week of preseason. Yeah. Like that's when all the, the, the best players play, and that's really when the decisions are made. I I want I wonder which which pre like obviously week four of the preseason is disappearing because right. there's only three games now. But does that week three game shift to week two and yeah. now week three is a meaningless yeah, walkthrough I, yeah, game? I think so. Okay. Because you can't I mean you don't want to play those guys in the last game. Now I and I do think that will impact things a little bit, but it impacts more guys uh, who are trying to make the team yeah. you know, at the bottom end of the roster. I don't think it affects your, your big dogs much. See what Matt has to say. Go, Matt. Matty Two Balls. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Sports. Hey, man. Hey, so you are talking about the, the hot takes and, and the 17th uh, the week. How about it affecting the NFL record book as far as completions and records going on for yardage per game or yardage in the, in the regular season? Um, how about you think about that? Thanks, man. Yeah, that's what it'll end up. It'll be yardage per game will be the new stat. That's the new the new number to beat. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't care as much about that as as a lot of people do. I know there are some people who are really bothered by it, but I I was alive when they went from fourteen games to sixteen games, Whoa. and it changed everything. So, uh, dude, you are ancient. I know we, we've known <laughs> that. Nobody's you know no nobody disputes that. <laughs> Gross. As such, mm-hmm. but it's weird that you're so old. That's it weird? That's what that's what people do. Know. They get old, they die. Uh, well, when are you going to die? Not anytime soon. Hate to break it to you. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be here. We're gonna be doing this forever. So, so yeah, that's the one thing I'll tell you. It, it is not the announcement is not that I'm going to die. <laughs> okay, I, I can assure you, it, Fred it, does not have a life threatening disease. It, it, it is big. It's almost that big, but not quite. Yeah. I know. I think it's bigger, actually. <laughs> no, yeah, long, maybe more of a surprise. Um, Longstaff says OJ still ran for two K in a fourteen game season. That's still maybe the best individual season uh, by a running back I ever remember. And I, I was a kid for that, but two thousand and three yards in a fourteen game season. Yeah, people forget just how good this was before he started lopping off hits. Yeah. I mean, regardless, that's a. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was really odd when they I, and I, I mean I was I was pretty young. I, I don't remember exactly how old I was. I don't know what year it was. They went from fourteen to sixteen. But 
you got so used to to the fourteen game schedule, and, and I, I think that's uh, yeah, yeah, it'll change things a little bit. I don't think it's going to be as I don't know that it's going to be as as uh, dramatic as people say. Somebody said could have changed the NFC East playoff picture with the seventeenth game last season. Yeah, I, sure. I, there's a couple of them. the The Bears got in over the Cardinals right uh, in the last week. I think that could have gone the other way. Uh, so, I mean, it, it will impact the playoff races, but I also think, I mean, you have enough meaningless games in a 16 game schedule at the end. Are, are, yeah. are we going to have more like total Dallas? And I want 18 games, two preseason games, plus two bye weeks. I don't, I mean, honestly, 16 was a good number. I understand why they're going to 17 because they want that money. But the truth is, weren't they getting the same money for a fourth preseason like if you buy season tickets yeah but you didn't the tv deals better because you because you get all the games televised which you didn't do with the i mean the preseason games are televised locally so you get more money off of that uh the 18 game thing is something the cfl's done all the time with two preseason games i don't like it because the first three or four games are are essentially preseason games i'll be honest you know what i'm really excited for I'm excited for some team to go 17 and 0 and then win the Super Bowl so those dolphins will just go away forever. Like and they'll be like, "Well, you're the second team to do it." And they'll say, "Uh-uh, we're the only team to ever go 17 and 0 and win the Super Bowl. Sorry, pals, you aren't in the club anymore." And then all those dolphin guys go have to live a meaningless life where they're not important to anyone. Well, they're not important. Well, they still think they are. Yeah. They got to pop champagne every time somebody loses. Well, but because that's you know that their their lives are meaningless. Well, and it's okay. It really that's is a hot take, Fred. Well, you know what? I'll 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 go on with this hot take. Listen, I'm an old too, and I I don't go and pop champagne every time AJ just says something stupid that that hurts the ratings. I don't do that. I've never done that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it, I don't l- listen. Do that. Some people, you know what? I don't go pop a champagne in honor of. The youth football league title I won when I was nine years old, unbeaten team by the way. I don't go do that. Hey, that's that's live in the past. I'm celebrating what's coming next, man. My son's nine U team went undefeated. Yeah, I think they won like I think they were like twenty four and zero or something. That's gonna be he's gonna be one of those kids. Like if, if it never quite works out. Be thirty years old. Say, remember that that team we had that was unbeaten, twenty four. Then the next, you were se- a hell of a coach. Then the next season, they literally lost every single game. <laughs> Not he was on a different team, but they lost every single game. <sighs> That's rough. Yeah, but yeah, I think it was third grade. Somebody says when uh, he cracked the two thousand yards. You were in third grade. Yeah, yeah. I I was I was into football then. You know, it's just. Uh, but it's, it's weird how I can remember stuff like that, and then there's a whole bunch of stuff. My I I can't remember people I knew. Like talk about what like compare Tom Brady to Johnny Unitas. I see Johnny. I, I, Bart I saw, Starr. I saw Johnny Unitas at the end of his career playing. Come on, uh, I I don't, good. I don't remember Bart Starr. The first guy I remember uh, thinking the world of was uh, Dan Marino, and I I remember him playing against SMU in a big bowl game. You're thinking, oh, this dude's good. And then he went really late in the draft, or late in the first round. And, and probably Montana. I mean, Montana was the first one for me. Yeah, Tarkenton was uh, one, but I wasn't really a big Tarkenton fan. 
Uh, I was an Oilers fan, so I was a fan of like Lynn Dickey and Dan Pastorini. So I liked Jim Kelly better than Joe Montana. And when I was a kid, I was convinced that Jim Kelly was better than Joe Montana. But then eventually, like you get to an age where you have to say, okay, Jim Kelly's my favorite, but Joe Montana's probably better than him. Probably. Longstaff says Fred went to school with Fran Tarkenton. That's <laughs> yeah, probably true. Probably true. He was a wee lad, though. A little bit shorter than Palillo. <laughs> All right. Quick break. It's a blitz. ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is Heisman's Trophy winner and College Hall of Fame, Billy Sims. And you're listening to ESPN 97.5. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Man, it's only 6, 6.33 already. Did you, uh, did you see the story about... Uh, so, yeah, basically 23 hours from now you'll have your big announcement. And 24 hours, you'll have Dana White. Dana White will be here 24 hours from now. 23 hours from now, we'll have a huge mega secret show announcement. That The, the biggest. It, one of the biggest announcements in the history of our show will be tomorrow at 530. Interesting. That, I, I, I think top five for sure. Uh, I'm going to go top three. I'm, I'm going to. Like we one time we moved from middays to afternoon drive. That was pretty big. Yeah. One time you replaced Matt Dean. Yeah. Uh, one time we got bought by Gal Media. Yeah. And one time Jim Rome quit. Yeah. That's probably our top four so far. Yeah, I think this is in, in that group. Okay. I'm pretty safe. Aaron? I'd have to agree. Are, we, are, we, are we overselling it? Uh... You think this I is don't... a BS announcement? This is nonsense. I mean, Trump already did it, so having Fred run for mayor... I'll dump that. Okay. No. I'm going to be the best. I'm tremendous. Uh, Sylvester Turner, he's a loser. Uh, I'm going to run against that loser. He's a sad boy. He's sad. Can't do it. Sad. sad. I would be the best mayor. He's the worst. I would be the best. Yeah. And thanks for running that for me. I was going to go full Trump. Yeah. So, I guess uh, Aaron taking over for John was a pretty big one. That was a big one, yeah. When John left the show, that was a big deal. Yeah, I, I'm going to go. It's a top five. It's a top five. So, it is, it's a very big moment in the history of our radio show. And 11 years. Look at us. Yeah. 11 years we've been doing this show. This is one of the five biggest moments in those 11 years. We all agree. Yeah. The, the, listen, the announcement isn't that we're going to pepper spray Aaron. No. That, we can't do that. No. That's, uh, that would be wrong. 
Yeah. I, you know, I, is it wrong that I, I, I miss the Trump comments? Some of them are just so I miss, honestly, I'm like, I was thinking about this the other day and you know that I'm not, well, as, as Lamont told everyone, I'm a liberal, a flame, um, a flaming liberal. Uh, but I, I cringed every time I saw him tweet something awful, but now that I don't have it, I wish I had it. Yeah. Like there was a reason why I followed him anyway. I don't, I don't follow Joe Biden. I don't because I can tell you he's, what, he's not you, saying you know anything. What, yeah, interesting. you know his tweet is. Yeah, putting. I don't. I don't care about what he's got. This like Trump would say things that would make me cringe and laugh and cry all at the same time. It was amazing. Sad. Now we don't have that, and I do miss it. But say lovey. Uh, I I love the way that he made everything make him look good. I'm well, the best president that's ever. No one's ever done this. No one's ever done it as well as me. He should just take over Trump Jr.'s account and say, like, tweet things out like, hey, it's me, Donald Trump, dot, 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 Jr. in parentheses, and then let everyone know it's him going forward. That'd be cool. I'm sure the uh, Twitter cops would get him. Yeah. Is Trump Jr. even allowed on Twitter? I think he is. Is he? Did they uh, did they all get banned? Oh, I have no idea. I would assume so. Anybody who shares the name. Nathan, I can assure you that the announcement is not that I'm getting another wife. <laughs> I'm I'm actually fairly happy with the one I have. Not, not reasonably. Well, I'm okay with the one I have. How's that? She's a good earner. It's important. Uh Ivanka's still on there, so I can't imagine they all got banned. What about uh, Melania? Um, she was one of the ones sort of riling things up. Well, she day. had the Flotus account. Oh. But she's got, yeah, Melania Trump still there. The official profile for Melania Trump. And it's got a blue check mark. I'm sure if they were speaking to each other, she could tweet for him. I, I will say this. One thing I am, I am uh, surprised about is I said this uh, several years ago. That as soon as Trump wasn't the president anymore, Melania would would divorce him. Yeah, and she hasn't. So no. she's standing by her man. No, they they don't seem they didn't seem to be getting along that great when he was in office. She doesn't but, seem to be thrilled about life with him. But well, be honest who would who would want to be? I, I guess I guess well, Trump wanted to be in office. I don't I know. Still don't I, understand why uh, he had such a good life. He was more famous after that. He did become more famous, but his, would you say his life was better and easier before I, he became I president? I think he loved it. I think he loved it. I think it. he did, too. It's, and, and I don't understand it because I can't picture a world where I would be happier like taking all that responsibility on. And the truth is, you know how many people hated Donald Trump before he became president? Almost none. Yeah. He, he, no, Almost nobody, yeah. And then yet he managed to get... More people in, than ever in the history of America to vote against him. But also, before he became president, there no one was making flags of him riding a dinosaur, uh, shooting guns with his shirt off. So <laughs> there's, I guess, there's ups and downs. You got to ride the but, highs and lows. But he's significantly more famous now. Because he is. Of those oh yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm gonna be sorry to see him go. Well, I mean, maybe he'll be back. I don't know. It would be the best comeback ever, but it just—it was entertaining. I don't think it was necessarily great for the country, but hey, 
Scott wants to know, is John bringing male golfer, female golfer food to the place? Well, you'll have to wait till tomorrow mm. at 5.30. Hmm. That's right, baby. Uh, it could be that. I'm just saying it could be. And we could we could discuss it over happy hour tomorrow. You never know. Ooh. You never know. <laughs> I can uh, you know what I'll say this happy hour will not be back tomorrow. No, but that we might have a drink. We might. Because there might be something to to toast. I don't know. You're oh, going to have to tune oh, in. Oh, this announcement is getting more and more exciting as we go. Oh my god, it's going it? to be so big. It's going to be huge. huge, tremendous. Oh. <laughs> you know who really misses Trump is like Bill Maher. Bill Maher got the Roni. Oh, did he? Yeah. You know who I think misses him the most? Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Like Colbert was getting his ass kicked by Kimmel and uh and Fallon yeah. in the ratings and then Trump became president and suddenly Colbert was like dominating late night. And now I think he's back to like no one watches Colbert anymore. Yeah, he had, Trump gave him the fuel. Yeah, there's there's something to be said for that. So I don't uh, I didn't know about Mar getting the Rona. I know he was one of those guys who was like really pushing to get crowds back and and stuff like that. Yep. Well, he caught but the Rona. His show was uh, when he was just doing it from his yard. That was kind of hard to watch. And you'd have all these, you'd have Zoom people. And I mean, that's what you had to do in California, especially. Like people would be on Zoom and they'd get cut off. And he had Willie Nelson. I was really excited to hear Willie Nelson. And Willie kept fading in and out on the Zoom call. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man. Stupid Zoom. Because yeah, I, I mean, I was interviewing Michael Chandler today. And guess what happened? Zoom. He had a pop up on his Zoom asking <laughs> him to update his Adobe audition. And he said, damn it. I'm sorry, man. It's all right. We'll edit it. But. <laughs> Well, uh, is the announcement they're coming out of the closet? Is, is that? Really I think it says Trey is coming out of the closet. Oh, Trey coming out. It's of not the closet. our job to let you know if Trey is gay yeah, or that's, not. That's Trey's business. Man. Trey has said before, "I'm not that way." So yeah, you know we might, you know might do. What to, might we do to get the Twitch numbers way up? You'll take your top off. No, I'm not taking my top off. Yeah, give them a sneak preview of what the announcement is at five thirty on air. What like, do you get mean? on at five twenty nine and tell them, hey, this is what the announcement's going to be. They're on Twitch; oh. they'll know before everybody else. Oh no, yeah. I think it's got to be fair to everybody. When when do we start having to be fair? Well, what is this? Is this like it's fair, is fair this soccer ba- trophy fair again? And balance. No, no, no. Fair and balanced. There's no such thing. Jeez. Just trying to you know give the give give it a reason to get over a thousand twitchers. I don't think that'll get us a thousand twitchers. I bet it would. I don't think it would. I think they'd rather wait the extra forty five seconds and just hear it on the radio. Yeah, but with the delay, it's almost. And like we a want them on the radio. We want yeah. ratings yeah. for this. Okay, okay. So you know what? No twitch tomorrow. Oh, is that no? I don't <laughs> want to do that either. Oh, okay. Duh. And no, Ennis has not gotten fired already. Stop. No. In fact, his wife got hired at the same yeah. station to do middays. So yeah. they're doing well. So uh, good for them, man. But uh, it's just you guys keep trying. You can, you'll can you figure it out tomorrow. It'll all be good. And we'll go from there. All right. Uh, 
What do you got, your Stars Poker Club? Ah, yes. Got to tell you about the newest poker club in town, Stars Poker Club. Veterans Memorial, just north of the Beltway. Stop by and check it out. They've got live games going now, and it's going to be your new favorite poker room on the north side. Uh, they've got No Limit and Hold'em, uh, No Limit Hold'em and Omaha games going now, and there's no door fees ever, first of all. Uh, they, they've got free food and beverages so that's always good. That's what it's like at your buddy's house. They don't charge you for food and drinks there. Go up there, talk to the GM, tell them uh, AJ sent you free $25 on your first $100 buy-in. How about that? They, guys, the, the staff is knowledgeable. They're passionate about poker. It's just a great atmosphere. Check it out online, uh, starspokerclubs.com, or you can give them a call, 281-272-6209. Find out when the games are running what you can win, and uh, and when to get out there. Veterans Memorial, just north of the Beltway. Stop by, check it out. Stars Poker Club. I'm running out of teardrops, let it hurt it stops. I can't keep my grip from slipping away from me. Oh, God. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we are back on the Blitz. Last segment of the show. How about a little Hoffman on Hollywood? Let's do it, and let's start with uh, your people. Oh, no, 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 the other ones. Oh. Your Trudeau people. Oh, oh, jeez! He's trying to uh, to censor a lot of stuff, really. They're basically trying to censor the internet, but they uh, apparently are targeting Joe Rogan as someone they want censored. <sighs> so this Trudeau, like the the Canadian liberals, like uh, they're making it sound like they want to regulate big tech by having all these um, basically these censor- these censorship laws go into place. But really, it turns out that they're more trying to, they're trying to censor people, social media users, uh, and to protect Canadians from online harms. Basically, anything that people might find offensive. What's wrong That's with your people, what, uh, Fred? Isn't that what they do in China? North Korea? Yes. They control the internet? I thought Canada was a normal place. Yeah, I need to read up more on this, because, but it sounds... Like if you're if you're trying to keep Joe Rogan off there, I know that there's a a lot of uh, they are starting to get some of the problems that we're having here with uh, you know QAnon types and stuff like that. But I don't I don't like the whole. I, I need to read more on it, but I don't I don't like censorship. I'm not a fan. Ellen DeGeneres Adios. is is uh, planning on starting her 19th season next year. And it will be the last season of Ellen. Um, I thought she was already gone. Apparently has nothing to do with all the allegations that she treats her entire staff like garbage. This is, It's a total coincidence 
that that came out, and now she's decided to hang it up. But she says she needs something new to challenge me. Basically, means like all my people are quitting and yeah. suing me, so I'm looking for something new. And she said, she said that she thought about not coming back after the toxic workplace reports. Aww. So she came back. And she's going to ride it out for one last season. But then she's gone. And on her way out, she's firing everybody's ass, who whoever said a bad word about her. Um, there is a treasure trove of rock memorabilia that's going up for auction uh, that ends over the weekend. Would you be interested in any of this stuff? Uh, a guitar from Eddie Van Halen? Yes. A guitar from Eric Clapton? Nah. Aerosmith? Nah. Autograph memorabilia from the Beatles? Yes. How about six strands of blonde hair from Kurt Cobain? Uh, no thanks. It's a little creepy. Yeah, isn't it? I don't. Uh, I don't get why people buy dead people hair. The Nirvana uh, lot includes a Cobain amp, a rare group signed blue Stratocaster style guitar, and the hair that was cut by a friend in 1989. The minimum bid for the hair: twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, you can have it. Sorry, the, I won't be bidding against you on that one. The Marshall amp has Kurt written faintly in the top right corner. Was used by Nirvana during the nineties as well as well as while the band filmed its Live and Loud video. Was later used by Hole and OPM after Cobain's death. Minimum bid on that fifteen thousand dollars. A guitar Cobain used for his MTV Unplugged show recently sold for six million dollars. The, uh, a portion of the proceeds will benefit Crew Nation, which is a relief fund for live music touring and venue crews. So that's kind of a good thing. The item with the highest minimum is a collarless dark blue custom jacket made for Paul McCartney that starts at $25,000. It was worn on stage over a six-night stand at Burnmouth, England's Gaumont Theater in 1963. I hope it's been washed. I would hope so, too. <laughs> Uh, there's also a copy of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band signed by McCartney, Harrison, and Ringo, and a sheet of handwritten Blowing in the Wind lyrics signed by Bob Dylan. Uh, the album's minimum is 5000 The Dylan minimum is $15,000. Uh, there are hand-signed copies of Led Zeppelin II, Queen's self-titled debut, Bob Marley's Kai, and Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Uh, there's also a silk shirt worn by Elvis. So there's also hair it, from Jim, Jimi Hendrix and ooh. John Lennon. Well, was it Fat Elvis or was it Early Skinny Elvis? Because if it's Fat Elvis, I wouldn't mind wearing it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you would look weird in Skinny Elvis's shirt. Yeah, I don't think it'd fit. Uh, this is us to end with season six. One of the most popular shows over the last 10 years uh, is going to end out its run on the 2021-22 season. It was the. It's been the top-rated drama and won the most awards for. I mean, basically since its inception. Uh, so they've decided to end it after season six, which is a surprise because typically when a show has that much success, they run it yeah, completely into the ground. But uh, next season will be the last of it, and this is after its and the current TV ratings. This is up. This is us. Is edging up. Uh, recorded a .83 rating amongst adults 18 to 49, 5.08 million viewers, up a little from its last airing in mid-April. Uh, other shows that are rating well these days, The Voice uh, and Young Rock uh, oh apparently is doing well, uh, and New Amsterdam, uh, another show that does well. So uh, that's what's going on. That's Hoffman on Hollywood. The, the, this is us, man, the wife watches that thing all the time and when she's trying to get 
under my skin. She'll have it on when I come home and like start it. She used to do it with Grey's Anatomy because she knows I hate that. And you guys will make love while the show is no, on? No, I, I just sit there and, and get on the computer and stew. But that that show blows. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I mean, it is just, I, I don't see anything. Even... You know what I hate about it? It's on multiple timelines. Uh, and I mean, there's a lot, a lot not to like, but I hate shows on multiple timelines. Yeah. Can I, I uh, can I throw one more Hollywood story at sure. you? Sure. I mean, my name doesn't have a good catchy uh, title for it, but our boy Andrew WK engaged from, engaged to Cat Dennings. Yeah, uh, let's get a party started. In, she was the uh, whiny teenager and forty year old virgin. She's uh, the nerdy best friend on the Thor movies. So yeah, good for them. She's uh, known for you know being very well gifted and he's known for partying hard yes he is uh all right that'll do it fred tomorrow dana white at 6 30 uh may not even be the biggest thing on the show in front of ufc 262 and i don't know we'll have to see if the announcement will trump dana white's appearance on the show one of the biggest announcements in the history of the blitz trump tomorrow in the history of all radio in the history of no, not all radio, certainly, but of of our little show and our little station, I would say it's up there. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. Till then, stay sportsy, bitches. SPN 97.5.